This is the Whole Home Podcast, and I am your host, Laura Leterio. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you may be right now, over a sink of dishes or a stove of cooking food, chilling on your porch or driving in your car. Wherever it is, my prayer is that you will receive encouragement as you hear Jesus is indeed at work fulfilling his promises to his church and desire to share that encouragement yourself with others and maybe even take time to examine your own life to see where the master gardener has been at work in you. And now back to the show. This is a special episode for me because I am sharing the table tonight with my own community group leader. Not only is she my CG leader, but she is also my very dear friend, and now she is also my neighbor. Welcome, Stephanie Rowland, to the podcast. Hey there. <laughs> I am so glad you're here. Hooray. Yay. We first met on an icy, cold day at the Sotos. Is that what you remember? Yes. I had oh, to, good. I actually had <laughs> asked Josh because I feel like I had seen you guys, you know, multiple times before at church and mm-hmm. just random times like that. And he reminded me, yes, we had like had a lot of snow that year. And the Sotos actually hosted like a little church gathering at their house. And I believe we met you guys there. Is that what you remember? Yes. Okay. But I also had to ask. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as Ryan said, I'm like, duh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. we chatted a little <clears throat> bit and then I don't really remember after that. But mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, services were canceled because of snow. Rob Green led. And I think yes, yes. Ben led music, your brother-in-law. I think so. Yeah. But was that, this is what I don't remember, was that three years ago or two? I'm going to say three. Yeah. But, because I don't remember having a good snow last year. Mm-hmm. So I think it must have been the year or two before. So time Who flies. Who knows? Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad for that day. Mm-hmm. Me too. And in any case, Steph, um, just want to say you are one of the easiest people to be around. You are so good natured and generous with your smiles and your greetings And I truly mean this when I say it. You have a positive, uplifting presence that is a gift to any room. And this generosity of spirit and warmth overflows into your cooking, for sure, your table, and also beyond to your children. And they are all mirrors of your hospitality and kindness and your fun nature. And we love the (laughs) Rollins. Oh, that's so sweet. We we really do. Uh. And yeah, so I couldn't be happier that you're my neighbor now and spend more time with you and see the kids spend more time together too and all of that so yeah we are stoked about it uh all right we were just chatting about going deep back when a Steph was four (laughs) 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 but you can start anywhere uh but definitely start with where you grew up okay so I was born in northern Virginia like the Reston Virginia area and um spent my like first few years of life there but I mainly grew up in Colonial Heights which is about 30 minutes south and um through my elementary years and then the rest of my life in Dinwiddie Virginia um you know middle school high school through college and most of my grown-up years so far so you just kept moving south yeah (laughs) further and further south yeah. Did you leave like your core extended family behind or was everybody, did you go to them? No, actually, most of my family lives in like the Chester and Colonial Heights and Din- Dinwiddie area. Okay. So we moved closer and closer to them. Okay. So yeah. when you were up north then, were, was your, were your parents just there for a short time? Um, I think so. I think my dad, um, when I was born, ha- was working up there. He's 
been a carpenter his whole life and just um, worked for different, you know, contracting businesses and stuff like that. So I think him and my mom are both kind of stationed up there with their different jobs. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea about your dad. That is so cool. So did you wake up or not wake up? (laughs) Did you grow up with, um, what is it, that wood shop smell and the the dust and all that? Honestly, yes. (laughs) My dad didn't, well, he didn't have a, a wood shop, but you know, he had, he was always building things, fixing things. He always came home covered in paint and sawdust and, mm-hmm. you know, just calloused up knees and hands and just, just from working hard and building. And yeah, I do have a lot of memories of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And what about your mom? And my mom has worked for the same company for, I think, like over 30 years, maybe 35 years. Wow. It was, it used to be called Lanier, Lanier, and now it's called Rico. It's like a copier um, repair company. I think they do lots of stuff, but she is like in the copier business. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the big machines? Yeah, the big copier machines that are at pharmacies, schools, big businesses, stuff like that. Okay. So yeah. does she travel for her job? Um, not really. Not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's not the tech herself. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I don't even know. So where do you no. think of as home, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. So I think of as Dinwiddie as home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because those were all of my, like, very formative years, you know, middle school, high school, college, even being married. Like, mm-hmm. we were in Dinwiddie the whole time. So I would say I was raised in Dinwiddie. Okay. Describe Dinwiddie. Mm. <laughs> Rural. Lots of fields and cows. Long roads with no stop signs or lights. Mm. Um, yeah, like one high school, two grocery stores, that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Very, It's a very large um, county, but not a ton of people. So, okay. um, yeah, I lived in an area a little closer to Petersburg, so it was a little bo- a little bit more like subdivision knee, a little bit more of a like suburban Dinwiddie, but just a little corner near Petersburg. I think they called it North Dinwiddie. Okay. Did but, you live yeah. in like new builds or is everything mm-hmm. there pretty old? When we moved, we, my parents bought um, a new build. So they got to like, it was one of the first houses I think in our subdivision. Mm-hmm. So they got to like pick all the stuff they wanted for it and build it. And so it was the kind of thing where you knew everyone at school and there were only like even a couple churches in the town or... For the most part, I feel like since I was I was not in Dinwiddie for my elementary school years, so coming back the beginning of middle school was interesting because like I remembered people, mm-hmm. but they didn't. We didn't really like know each other because it had been like since kindergarten since I'd seen anybody. Okay. But as I'd got as we like grew up and got older and stuff, I would say we pretty much knew who everybody was mm-hmm. for sure. I think our graduating class was like three hundred maybe. Okay. So nothing too big, but not crazy small either. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any siblings or do you? I do. I have one younger brother named Matthew. Um, He's three years younger than me. And I have two step siblings, an older sister and older brother. When did they come into your life? You know, I should have asked my mom this. I can't exactly remember what age I was. Mm -hmm. I want to say I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. when my mom married my stepdad. But I'm not 100% sure. But I've they've been in my life for a long time. 
that's what I do now. <laughs> yeah. So did they live in your household or did they live so with the, their mom? They lived with their mom. Okay. So we would see them like every other weekend. And then as they got older, less and less, just, you know, leading different lives, jobs, busyness. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm super close with them, but I, we definitely have relationships. Did you have those older sister vibes? <laughs> were you kind? Were you bossy? Oh, what were you like? You know what? I don't know. I don't think I was bossy. I think I've just never, I don't know. We were three years apart. We didn't have a ton in common. I think we played together a lot as kids. I remember lots of annoying, being annoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of like, poking each other and like mm-hmm. being mad and licking our fingers and trying to you know <laughs> see who can get on each other's nerves the fastest um and then as we got older I, uh, my brother just kind of kept more and more to himself and was into like all kinds of stuff I was not into mm-hmm. and yeah we were just when you imagine that are you thinking like middle school or are you thinking high school mm-hmm. when you're saying that um probably high school mm-hmm. yeah yeah I just always had my own friend groups and he was like kind of doing his own thing and I was never really the bossy type or anything like that. And we we're both kind of quiet. Yeah. So I think we kind of kept to ourselves, honestly. Did you guys do things like family dinners, family? Did you have like any family centric activities in your home or TV night or? Mm. We never really had like consistent family dinners. Um, my mom has like worked my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my stepdad, too. And then, you know, by the time I was in high school, I had a job. So we were never really doing anything super family-centric, if that's the word. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of if you had forced time with your brother. Right, right. (laughs) Forced time in the car before I knew how to drive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so this is a funny question, but describe your bedroom. Oh, gosh. At what age? (laughs) Been, it well, evolved young. a lot over the years. Yeah, <laughs> young, I guess. Young. Okay, so younger me. Mm, I had I went through so many phases. I remember a time where my walls were a deep magenta pink, mm-hmm. and I had posters of different celebrities just hung up all over the place. And I went through this weird like phase where I had lips on everything. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. Like, like kissy? Yes, like yeah. kissy lips on my pillows and my everything. It was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom made me a birthday cake that was lips one, one year. I, was, I don't know what that was all about, but yeah, very pink, very pop star, mm-hmm. postery, in sync. You can name it. Orlando Bloom, Britney Spears, like yeah, Backstreet Boys, all those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very fun and bright. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. If you weren't that close to your brother, who did you hang out with as a younger kid? Hmm. Um, I had different, f- like, friend groups growing up. Um, I never stayed with one friend group, though, the whole time. I think I, like, made some bad choices, like, friend-wise in the early middle school years. And ultimately, that didn't last too long, which was good. And then, you know, I had a best friend, one of the same best friends for like a while, like middle school through mid-high school, and then that friendship kind of fizzled out. Ultimately, I was never like super a hangouty person. Mm-hmm. I lean more towards like the introverted, I want to do my own thing type of way. Yeah. Yeah. 
when you did have this best friend, did she live in the area? Or was she from Colonial Heights? Were you always on the phone? Were you a phone person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. T- we texted a lot. We talked on the phone. She lived down the street from me, actually. So I could, oh, like, okay. walk down my neighborhood street and through the woods. And, like, she lived over there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So you had a pretty big school. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you like to do in school? What did I like to do in school? I was never, like, a big a fan of, like school in itself Mm -hmm. like classes and all that stuff I don't know I liked going for friends you know for people and I was never really like a club person or a sports person yeah (laughs) I wasn't either I mean yeah like I said I was like a me person so like I went to school because I had to Mm -hmm. and did decently like you know not bad at all went home and went to sleep yeah Hey, it's real. Yeah. I think I might have been a part of a couple, like, clubs, maybe one year here, one year there mm-hmm. type of thing, but nothing. Like, I wasn't super involved. So what did you do on the weekends? Different church stuff, especially once I got involved at our church. Um, it was called Smyrna. It is called Smyrna. Once I got involved there, we did lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, you know, when I was older, I'd be working on the weekends. Um, yeah. Hanging out with friends. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have TV shows you were into? Mm. I mean, <laughs> for a long time, I loved the Gilmore Girls. Yes, I loved anything like CSI, murder, death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Police investigation stuff. Like, that was a thing for a long time. <laughs> oh, and I loved, like, all the really cheesy TLC shows back oh in the day. Gosh. Oh, wow. A baby story, yeah. a wedding story. Yes. Like, <gasps> all that was a thing. It was a thing. Oh, wow. Where did those go? I don't know. They might still be out there. Yeah. Who knows? Or I had my baby in a, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. My Strange Addiction, like all those yes. weird shows. I liked those. <laughs> wow. I put those in a spot in my brain yes. and have locked those away. <laughs> all right. Well, do you have a childhood memory that you mm. could pull on that you're fond of um, with your parents mm. or yourself or somewhere mm. you traveled to? So I was trying to think about this just in case you asked. And I can always remember. So my dad is originally from Illinois. So I always have really good memories of when we were kids after my parents. Well, we might after my parents were divorced, we might have gone when they were married, too. And I was just younger and Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But I remember like long road trips, me and my brother and my dad and his truck going to Illinois and spending like a week or two with his family Mm. and It was just so great because I had so many cousins up there and my aunt had like this huge waterbed that I got to sleep on and I just thought waterbeds were the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And it was just a really cool, he's from a really cool small town where there's like very little people Mm -hmm. and everybody knows each other and everybody grew up together. And I don't know. I have really fond memories of that. Was it the northern part of Illinois Um, or middle? It's, it was like right over the river from Missouri. Okay. So I think it might've been more Southern. It's Mm -hmm. called Pleasant Hill. Okay. Um, and then another memory I thought of was when my parents got us a puppy. <laughs> oh, nice. That was like a highlight of my life, like, because I wanted one so badly. And she got, they got us a little Yorkie. Mm. I was probably like 12. Those dogs are nuts. Uh, yeah, she was, but she was <laughs> the cutest. Oh, my gosh. At that point in my life, I was like 12 years old, and it was a surprise for Christmas. Yeah. And we were just... We loved her so much. You said her? Yes. Yeah. Could you train her? Uh, we did train her. Her name wow. was Holly. Aww. So, yeah, we trained her to do, like, little tricks and stuff, and she was just so sweet and cute. Mm-hmm. 
Aww. So that was definitely like a highlight memory for me. How long was she part of your family? Mm, I think she was maybe 13 or so when she died. So like it was just a couple years ago when she passed away, I oh, believe. Wow. Yeah, maybe more. I can't really remember, but yeah. Yeah, she was a sweet doggie. Okay, so when you would do these road trips with your dad, <laughs> did you, was that like your opportunity to talk to your dad or did you guys listen to music the whole way? Hmm. Listen to lots of music, stopped a lot at cool area and cool areas and I don't know got lots of snacks and I don't I wouldn't say we like talked a lot I'm sure Mm -hmm. we did but I was a lot younger than two Mm -hmm. so yeah just really fond memories okay yeah let's see let's spin it and let's put the eyes on you is there a story that your family likes to tell about you (laughs) hmm is there a story my mom I called my mom the other day and she told me um we lived with my grandparents for a couple months, maybe, maybe a year. I don't know. I was like five. And she told me I was looking in the fridge at my grandma's house and just had the fridge doors wide open. And my grandma was like, Stephanie, close those refrigerator doors. And she said, I spinned around, which is, this is so unlike me. She said, <laughs> I spinned around and was like, well, when I have my own house and my own refrigerator, <laughs> I'm going to keep the doors open as long as I want. <laughs> Um, so I feel like I've heard that story many a time. That is funny. And I have one more story. This is kind of silly. But um, when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 12, around about, um, I was like obsessed with Hummers. Big oh. yellow Hummers. Yeah. Loved them. And we were at my grandma's house, same grandma, um, who lives in Colonial Heights. And a giant yellow Hummer drove by her house on Christmas when we were there. Mm-hmm. And my grandma knew I loved them so much. (laughs) She went running out of the house. This car was stopped at the stop sign. Went running out of the house, jumped over this little fence she had. My grandma chased this Hummer down (laughs) and asked the man inside if we could ride in the Hummer. Oh, my goodness. Like around the block. And he actually let... (laughs) He's a stranger. He actually let me and my grandma and my brother ride around in his Hummer on Christmas. That's another thing that I have not seen in a yeah in a long time. So that's a fun story. That is way to go, Grandma. <laughs> was she a special person? She's great. To you? Yeah, yeah, she was. I mean, she is. She's still alive. She is a very special person to me. Mm. Yes, she's she's great. How often did you visit her as a kid after mm. you moved? And pretty often, I would say. You know, probably a few times a month. They lived in Colonial Heights, and when we lived in Dinwiddie, it was probably a little less. But still pretty often. So you said your parents worked a lot. Were you kind of in a situation where you got home from school and you were alone and kind of had to do your own thing? Mm-hmm. Just got used to it? Yeah. Like all of my elementary school years, I went to daycare. Before school, she would drop me off there. This was at Mount Pleasant Baptist mm-hmm. Church in Clinton Heights. She would drop us off at daycare and the daycare would take us in a van to school. And they would pick us up and bring us back to daycare. Okay. And then she would pick us up from daycare. Yeah. And so we wouldn't get home until later then. And then, yeah, middle school and high school, I was riding the bus and just getting home by myself for a while. And then once my brother kind of caught up, we would get home together at the same time. Gotcha. Yep. Was he a sports guy? Did you go to any of his games or? Not really. He was more like a skateboard video game type of guy okay I mean we both played kind of random sports throughout childhood but yeah as we got older we kind of verged into not team things (laughs) yeah yeah 
Did you have any dreams about what you wanted to be when you grew up besides a refrigerator owner? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be literally something different every couple of years. Yeah. Like, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a a cosmetologist, like, does hair and makeup. I wanted to be a like a CSI agent, forensic scientist mm-hmm. during that phase. That's fun. You know, I wanted to be a photographer, which I, I have been for a long time. So that's cool. When I was really young, I used to want to be like a professional singer. Oh, I'm definitely not. Did at you that practice? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was singing the all the time, all the time at daycare, girl, at daycare. Oh, my we would, goodness. Me and probably I think a few of my other friends would get up on stage mm-hmm. and just sing in front of all the kids at daycare. You're like you sit here. Yes, and we would sing Shania yeah. Twain oldies, from oh, what man. I remember. Yes. <laughs> okay, wait, what are her songs? Um, oh, I can see. Oh, you're like still a, the one? Yes, you're still the one. Yeah. I feel like a woman. Yep. Um, Whose bed have you been, <laughs> been under? <laughs> and to look back and think, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they let me sing that song. <laughs> In front of all the kids at daycare in the church, but in you know, church. it happened. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Where is that woman today? I do not know Me either. Okay, that's great. So clearly, you had a commanding presence then, mm. if you could get an audience. I did. I guess at that age, I did. Mm-hmm. A quiet, commanding presence. <laughs> well, I guess it'd be cool to hear about Mount Pleasant, Smyrna. Um, yeah, just, mm-hmm. I guess, when did you trust Christ and uh, however you want to tell it? It sounds like you grew up pretty much always going to church, being a part. Yeah, I want to say, I don't remember going to church too much when my parents were married, my mom and my dad. Um, I know my mom, I believe, has been a believer for a long time, so probably when they were married too, and my dad just never came around. But I believe once we moved to Colonial Heights, like once I got a divorce and we moved to Colonial Heights, we started going to Mount Pleasant because that's where I went to daycare. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I'm going to go with. So yeah, I went to daycare there. We attended church there. I did at least until we moved back to Dinwiddie in sixth grade. Um, Is that a Baptist church? Yeah, it's a Baptist church. Um, I got saved there. Mm -hmm. I called my mom to ask how I was saved. I thought that I got saved at vacation Bible school. (laughs) Um, But she said that I think maybe I expressed interest in it when we were at church, maybe in class, and they actually sent like a team of people to our house just to talk to me about it and, Mm -hmm. you know, ask me questions and see where I was. And supposedly that is when I was like, yes, I want to, I believe in Jesus, you know. So I think that's how I was saved. And Jeff Ginn baptized me. He was the pastor then. Okay. And also my stepdad got saved when we were attending Mount Pleasant. And oh. Jeff Ginn baptized him too. So that's a very, he holds a very special place in our hearts and mm. our family. Is that the pastor still or? No, okay. I, I don't know how long he hasn't been the pastor there, but he was for a while, a good long while. And then let's see, when we moved to Dinwiddie, I started I befriended like the good friend that I told you I had one of my best friends mm-hmm. um she and her family went to Smyrna okay and so I started going to youth group there because she had, had invited me um and that's where our Smyrna adventure started off wait I, what yeah our Smyrna adventure oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
thought that was the name of the youth group. I was like, wow. You know, the Smyrna Adventure. <laughs> They're trying to really sell you on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I started going to youth group at Smyrna, and I believe my parents were still going to Mount Pleasant at the time. Okay. And I think... You kind of just rode with since, your friend or... Yeah, yeah, they would take me. They'd come pick me up and take me. And I believe that since I was getting so involved at Smyrna, my parents were like, you know what? Stephanie's going there. We live in Dinwiddie now. Mm-hmm. Let's just start going to Smyrna. Our neighbors were going there and uh, and they were friends with my parents. Yeah. So I think between, you know, them being like, y'all should come over to Smyrna and me going and being involved, they were like, yeah, let's go. So that's how we got there. And we're members ever since. Yeah. Yeah. What are memories of youth group? Did you have the kind of youth group where you always had like a game where someone was doing something outrageous? I feel like that was mm-hmm. a, a thing. <laughs> memories of youth group. So like we had a great youth pastor. He would actually at one time, you probably couldn't do this now, but would actually like drive a van to the high school and pick us all up and bring mm-hmm. us to church on like Wednesday nights. Wow. So we would like get to hang out and just relax and do whatever pretty much with him there and some, you know, the other people that volunteered to watch us. And then we would like morph that into Wednesday night church and have our whole youth night and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. We were always going to like different youth conferences like winter jam and summer camp and um doing things like that there was always like i don't know i think our youth pastor was such an evangelist there was always just new kids coming in um lots of kids whose families weren't involved in church and they would just come Mm -hmm. to have something to do yeah so yeah i have lots of good memories of youth group it's always such a good mixture crazy mixture of kids but good mixture of kids and we're always doing stuff and our youth pastor cared a lot. Yeah. So did your parents ever require your brother to come along? <laughs> I don't think they ever made him. Yeah. I don't have tons of memories of him even being at youth group. Or, I mean, he would come on Sunday mornings a lot of times when he was younger, like more middle school aged, but they never like fully forced him to come to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually don't know what winter jam is. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> winter jam, if I'm remembering correctly, it was when we would go for New Year's Eve. So we would like all, you know, get in all the vans, drive up, and they'd have to be like a big concert with some a speaker. Okay. And we would Sounds all be fun. jamming out until midnight and have the big countdown. And then, you know, come back the next day and have another speaker, some more music, and then go home. Okay. So it's like a short-term camp almost, like two days. Let's see. Well, where mm-hmm. did you work in the community? Mm, I had a couple different jobs. I was a babysitter, first, first of all. Um, I think I started babysitting when I was 12. Our next door neighbors had kids that were younger than me. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah, I would watch them with my parents next door and make some money um, and then babysat for other families and stuff that we knew for a long time. And then when I was 16, my first like real job was at Tropical Smoothie. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Which was pretty cool because I got free smoothies Mm -hmm. and cookies. Oh, and cookies. (laughs) (laughs) So Tropical Smoothie, and then I was a server at O'Charlie's for a good while, three or four years. Was this in Dinwiddie, or did you have to leave? I had to drive to Chester. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like 25 minutes up the road. Not too bad. What else did I do? Were you a saver or a spender? I'm just going to say a spender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think actually those, yeah, babysitting, Tropical Smoothie, O'Charlie's, and then I did photography. Oh, how did you get into that? Yeah. I think photography, I took a photography class in high school that I really loved. And 
I just like kind of really got into it and used a lot of money that I got from graduation and bought my first legit camera mm. and kind of like started from there. When you were first starting out, what would you take pictures of? Lots of like plants, my friends. I did lots of like self-portraits, stuff like that. I would take lots of pictures of Joe and Kristen, oh. my, my brother-in-law <laughs> now and his wife. That's <laughs> they were my models a lot. <laughs> Do you remember getting hired the first time? Oh, um, I don't. I don't remember the first time I got hired. No. I what kind I did. of jobs did you end up taking or what would you agree to take um, pictures of? I liked to do lots of couples. So like engagement pictures, couple pictures, senior pictures for like high school seniors. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually like merged into like the wedding side of things. Did you have an official business name? Just Stephanie Roland Photography. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and do you still do that now? I do. I don't do it as I had a really busy season seasons for the past, I don't know, eight years or so. I used to do it a lot more to actually have supplemental income for our family. Nowadays, I do like maybe three to five weddings a year and some families here and there, mainly for people I know, mm-hmm. you know, try to keep it simple. And you do the editing side as well? Do I you do. do it all? Yeah, I do it all. It's great. I love it. It's a good like creative outlet for me. Um, it just requires a lot of work. And yeah. at this point in our lives, I don't have a ton of time for like extra work like that. Mm-hmm. But it is nice when I get to do it. What's your favorite photography mood? Mm. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My favorite photography mood. Dark, uh, bright pictures. Oh, okay. Warm. Okay. Like a style. Yeah. Okay. So I like warm, like a warm, moody aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I shoot for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What was high school like? Started off not great, ended great. Started off mm, me in and out of different friend groups, in and out of different boyfriends, you know, like different boyfriends here and there. Um, I think I struggled a lot beginning of high school just with like identity and insecurity and not really knowing what I like or, or you know, who I am or um, all of that. I went through different phases, like, this is funny, but I, like, classified myself as a redneck at one one point. (laughs) Moved to Dinwiddie, and I'm a redneck. Did that um, come along with a certain country style (laughs) of clothing? Oh, yeah. I was, like, deep into it. This was my first, like, friend group that I was not, I'm not very proud of. I don't know. Um, it's definitely more of a follower in high school. So like whoever I was befriending, I was turning into. Mm -hmm. So like when I say redneck country Southern, it's like Dixie outfitter shirts and ripped up jeans and camo, camouflage. Yeah. (laughs) Going to mud bogs. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, just, you know, anything that you could think of. I never actually got into hunting or any of that stuff, but I was definitely like, into big trucks and all the anything boots any Did you say boots yeah boots anything okay. rural you could think of carhartt yeah <laughs> all that stuff so i branded myself as redneck country and then like somehow got out of that bad friendship and kind of merging into high school that was more like late middle school and then merging into high school i was like out of that friends with different people and into like screamo metal music wow thick eyeliner you know emo whatever you want to call it yeah 
steampunk type of stuff. Did you ever do, um, gosh, what were those necklaces? I feel like studs are like metal stuff. I, I was never know. like so stud. I was never like Avril Lavigne, like goth, mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, but definitely like loud makeup, pop punk bands, Blink-182, any, any, any band you can think of that yelled at you. <laughs> <laughs> so were you a person who went to shows where there shows around? Yeah. yeah. Well, in Richmond. Uh-huh. Um, went to shows, lots of like, yeah, fun shows. Josh and I were dating by the time. Well, I was into that stuff before we started dating, but Josh was in a band. So like, most of that was when we were dating and I would go to all of his shows that his band was playing. So that's a fun thing mm-hmm. to tie in there. But. Yeah. So you were the girlfriend of the, what What part did he play? Mm, he played electric guitar. Of the guitarist. Guitarist. Nice. Some vocals here and there. Definitely lots of mosh pits and <laughs> people uh, jumping off the stage and fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was this something, um, I'm just pulling from my own childhood, was this something that your parents cared that you did or did you have to kind of sneak out to go to shows uh, my parents always had gave me a lot of freedom when it came to that I think they trusted me mm-hmm. a lot um so no I never had to sneak out thankfully yeah <laughs> um yeah I had a lot of freedom I think in some ways f- in a bad way but in a, most ways it was good so when did you get your own car my parents bought me a car it was a mercury sable white mercury sable when I started to drive, I think when I turned 16, I don't know if I got it for my birthday, but they got it for me once I got my driver's license. Nice. That was great times. No doubt. Yes. Let's see. Well, anything else you want to pull out of high school? I guess you said you started dating Josh. Did you have a tumultuous relationship or once you started dating, was that it? So, like I said, I had like lots of random boyfriends nothing real not actual dating relationships just boyfriends and josh was there first as a friend and he was there seeing me you know in this area of my life like struggling with boys um through the beginning of high school and eventually he actually he developed feelings for me and he was pursuing me for probably like a year yeah before I was actually like okay I need to turn from my old ways (laughs) (laughs) I do love you you know like I do want to be with you forget all these other boys and I just I don't know I I think Josh really helped me to see me for who I really am and like I don't know him and his family were such great examples and influences to me in those years of insecurity and not really knowing who I was supposed to be and then when I had him like pursuing me and um just seeing somebody that actually like loved me like Josh did I don't know it sounds from stories that I've heard him tell yeah he was infatuated with you he was (laughs) he would say he was obsessed with me (laughs) (laughs) to this day I still don't really know why because I was not a great girl in those early ages in that in those early days but he yeah saw, he saw through all he that. saw through it and pursued me and eventually won me over him and his family which is so why amazing. do you say his family is, you went over there a lot or? <sighs> yeah um well his dad was the pastor of our church at smyrna well he still is the pastor at smyrna and his mom was just always 
just like the picture of godliness to me mm-hmm. and um, his family just, I don't know, they were, they, I feel like they had a lot of things that I like needed in a way. My family's amazing. No, it's not like taking anything away from my family, but like just seeing them like living it out, like the example of Christ. Mm-hmm. I think it really like just my heart started turning and changing. And yeah, I always say like once I started, once I started dating Josh, like my life kind of changed in yeah. a way. And it's not just because of dating Josh, but because of, yeah, the example of his family of, and I don't know how much they loved Christ. Opened my eyes. So would you call that a, the significant turning point in your life or, or is there another <sighs> thing that you can think of that you can draw on? I think, Or marrying him? I yeah, <laughs> I feel like becoming a, a Roland was a significant turning point in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in all those ways. Yeah. And when was that? How long did y'all date? Like I said, did you guys break up a lot or did you kind of no. stick together? Once we were, once we got together. So he asked me to be his girlfriend in 11th grade. <laughs> it's a little bit of a fun story to this. We went together to ring dance and we ended up winning ring dance king and queen. And when we won, we had to do like our little dance in front of everybody. And he opened up a box and Whoa. asked me to be, asked me to be his girlfriend. And it was a necklace. It was just a really pretty necklace. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I was like, yes, Aww. yes. Um, but it's so funny because afterwards, he's risky. <laughs> yeah, he's a man of, of grand gestures. Uh-huh. If you know Josh, you could understand any of you guys. Um, but yeah, afterwards, the principal came up to us and she was like, are you guys engaged now? <laughs> and we were like, no, because <laughs> we were just 15 and 16 years old. But yeah, so we've been together for a long time. 15, he was 15, I was 16. Mm-hmm. And we just feel like we've grown up together and just gotten to experience so many things. And yeah, yeah, it's been great. It's been such a wild ride, but a great ride. That is a formative age. Mm-hmm. Wow. It really was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've like deer in the headlights eyes. I know. Going back to 15. I know. It's crazy. In what way did your life change now where, as you said, you had more, you in the past had more me focus now where you're like, okay, I'm doing everything with Josh or did you still kind of hold back? Mm, it's definitely doing everything with Josh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I kind of like disregarded any crazy friend like good friendships I had not in a I mean I had the one best friend but we had kind of fizzled out friendship wise and it was pretty much just me and Josh and then like we had a group of friends together you know that were like a lot of our friends were just his siblings (laughs) yeah I was gonna say is there anyone we would know now (laughs) yeah Joe and Kristen Will Fox um are probably some of the ones you guys would know they all go to remnant right now and um yeah we did life together it was great so music and what other things did you do game nights or just go to the mall or i mm, have no idea i know um, <laughs> i'm trying to think we did a lot of just a lot of music a lot of just hanging out together at josh's house was like a hub for everybody mm-hmm. which was amazing very like family centered and very f- friend centered they always had people over like all of our friends were over there very often after school or just random nights just hanging out so you shared that you had to kind of work through identity and so forth. And how did, uh, hmm, how do I ask this? I guess as Christ was shining through, did you start to see the gospel more clearly and maybe in a way that you hadn't when you were a kid? Like what ways did some of your thoughts about Christ start to change as you were older in high school? I think 
I started um, viewing my walk with Christ as more of a relationship instead of just like, yes, there's a God and I believe in him mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, I think just seeing how Josh's family and like the people at our church who we got close with, I think just seeing how they walked through their day to day as in like a relationship with the Lord really opened my eyes a lot and helped me to see how much deeper our, our relationship with him could be. Yeah. Yeah. Just like through their example. Do you have any things you wish you could go back and change or? I wish I would have just hitched my wagon to Josh a year sooner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Instead of making him pursue me for a whole year, I mm-hmm. wish I would have been smarter and just, I don't know. I know yeah. we were young, but like, I feel like I put both of us through a lot of hardship that we that we wouldn't have had to endure. Yeah. And I, yeah, I wish I would have made a better, better decisions there. That's so interesting because mm-hmm. uh, culture this day and age would probably be like, be independent for as long as you. Oh yeah, I would. As long as you can, it would. something like that. Yeah. And honestly, if I wouldn't have ever gotten with Josh, that's probably what I would be saying right now. Mm-hmm. But he has definitely, I don't know, changed my mind and my life in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's amazing mm-hmm. what love can do, huh? It is, it is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, can we tease out here? Well, I guess you're the one with all the stories uh, <laughs> that we all want to know. If you can tell us more uh, just about what it was like to hang out in that group of people. It was a lot of fun. Um, we would go to lots of shows together. Like I said before, we were really into like going to warp tour every summer Mm, oh man which was like you know a giant concert full of all of our favorite bands and stuff we would go to like all day end up with sunburn and smelling like marijuana by the end of the day because (laughs) of everybody that was around us (laughs) but that was lots of fun lots of memories there um did you ever travel when you were younger or did you stay pretty much around this area um, besides going to Illinois to visit with my dad's family, we didn't do too much traveling. We went to Florida a couple times for vacation, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. Like I said, most of my family's here and, um, my parents were always working a lot. So do you have memories of the beach? Yeah. Did you go to the beach? Oh yeah. We grew, I grew up going to the Outer Banks. Okay. Which I love so much still. Um, just the best little cozy beach town we went to myrtle beach some growing up and that was really nice too but Mm -hmm. mainly the outer banks obx (laughs) yeah well i was just thinking of just where i grew up there's so many places still that i'm like why didn't we go there or just you know yeah i do wish that we could have gone and done like seen more things and done more things but Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is yeah What would you say that Josh's parents were your mentors in a lot of ways, or did you have any other mentors at school or any other people that kind of helped you? I would say I, not that Josh's parents were my mentors, but I like looked to them for lots of things. Um, And they were just naturally, you know, living life in a way that I learned a lot from. And then, um, our youth pastor was a great mentor and some of the ladies that were like that worked with youth group um those years i could go to and talk to a lot and like learned a lot from um but i didn't ever have any like serious people i was looking to for mentorship how did you decide what to do after high school Mm. were you planning for college or 
I just followed Josh. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I planned for college. And then Josh and I both ended up going to Liberty University. Um, but I, yeah, I'd always assumed I was going to college. My parents always like kind of pushed that. And we're like, you know, we'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. We want you to go. So yeah, we went to Liberty. What did you study? Those are great years. Um, I studied a couple different things. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I like don't really know what I like or what mm-hmm. I want to do. So I started off, I had always wanted to be a teacher. That was like my backup all the time. So I started off with elementary education, um, which I, after a, a year, realized wasn't really me. Um, and then... Which part about it? <laughs> I feel like... Uh, being an elementary school teacher requires a lot of, I don't know, it just requires a lot. Like you have to be so organized and Mm -hmm. creative and just on it all the time. All the time. Yeah. They, they, they deal with a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Those little kids. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling that. Um, I think I'm a little too laid back for elementary school (laughs) teaching. (laughs) And then, so I was like, okay, what do I like? I like fashion. I like food. I like um, being creative. I like people. And so there's a degree at Liberty called FACS, F-A-C-S, Family and Consumer Sciences, Hmm. which a lot of people at Liberty joked and called it the MRS degree. (laughs) So, you know, like the degree that you get if you want to be a a wife and a mom, pretty much, which I wanted to be, ultimately. (laughs) I knew that then. Um, so I went to school for family and consumer sciences, and I just tacked on a teacher licensure so that oh. I could teach it. Oh, nice. So I ended up still doing some of the education courses. Um, but yeah, I got to take classes in sewing and cooking and hospitality and You can all get that a degree in that? Yes. That's awesome. It was like the dream degree, pretty much. In yeah. cooking? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. It was like a, almost like a culinary arts class, but mm-hmm. for hospitality like we even learned you know table settings and like all of that in one Mm -hmm. class really was really cool yeah interior design too so you graduated both of you at the same time yes we graduated at the same time I think Josh could have finished earlier but ended up just kind of going at the same pace as me yeah is it a different feeling because did you guys leave that friend group that you said that you spent so much time with and so many memories with, and then you guys went away, or did other people go as so, well? Yeah, so we ended up going together, and then we did have a couple of our friends go too. So, like, oh, Will, Will Fox man. was there when we were there, <laughs> and Joe and Kristen came like a year or two later. So, we were the, all there at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was actually roommates with Kristen for, I don't remember if it was one or two years, but yeah, we were roommates, and then we had a couple other people from Dinwiddie that we were friends with that also came to Liberty. So it felt like we just had our friend group all in college together. It was great. And by this time, were there thoughts of um, the brothers pastoring or were you guys making serious plans at this point? No. um, Josh was going to school for like English. I think his original thought was like professor Mm -hmm. or teacher or not really teacher, professor, Mm -hmm. like the university professor. And, like, English can actually be a great starter for other jobs, like lawyer and stuff like that. So we had he had all kinds of, like, ideas. Were you um, still wearing that eyeliner? Were oh, you all a punk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was still wearing the thick winged eyeliner. 
Um, not as crazy though. <laughs> Toned down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I forgot the question. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just said your we? serious plans. Oh have yeah. You been making? Yeah. So um, we had definitely been talking about marriage and stuff. I don't know if that falls in that category. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, we had been talking about that since we were 16. We would have gotten married a lot sooner, I think, if yeah. we could have. But yeah, so no, he wasn't going to school for pastoring at all yet. He was not trying to be a pastor. And Joe, I think, did go to school for pastoral leadership. So he was thinking that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Josh was just, he was trying to be a teacher. And I think he might have had thoughts, but was not like pursuing it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so y'all graduated and you moved back home or you stayed there we graduated and got married the month afterwards went home and got married the month after we graduated and then moved into an apartment together in petersburg which um is just like kind of connected to dinwiddie um yeah and at that time had he found a teaching job and you were the missus (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, he had a teaching job at Dinwiddie High School, and I, the first year, was doing student teaching. Okay. So I was, like, student teaching in Colonial Heights, which is also connected to Petersburg. So this was all within, like, you know, a little bubble, Dinwiddie, Mm -hmm. Colonial Heights, Petersburg. Um, So he was teaching. I think he was actually teaching Spanish. He had like a long-term wow. sub position as a Spanish teacher or something. I had no idea. Yeah. And it's, it worked out because his mom is a Spanish teacher. Okay. So he had kind of, he kind of knew it already. But yeah, so I was student teaching and then I actually got my first teaching job at Dinwiddie High School as well. So we taught together for a year. Oh man. <laughs> Driving in together. That sounds. I know. Packing lunches. Yeah. The best. Yeah. We didn't get to see each other too much because he was upstairs and I was downstairs. Okay. But we did get to ride to school together, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> so were you glad to be married? <laughs> yes. So glad. It was great. It is great. <laughs> what did your parents think about you getting married young? Um, They were all about it. Josh's family is like super about young love. Mm-hmm. Like his parents got married when they were super young, like 20. And he has had his grandparents got married super young and his cousins got married super young. And so I think Josh's parents were super like gung ho about young love and Mm -hmm. they were great about it. And my parents were were happy about it, too. Like nobody had any hesitation. Yeah. Well, you were the one daughter. That's why I asked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were really happy about it. Mm -hmm. They also love Josh's family. It's the great thing about us all being in Dinwiddie and going to the same church as we all know each other. So I don't think anybody had any real hesitation. Mm-hmm. Did you guys plan to stay around that area or did you all plan to look for jobs elsewhere? How we, are you thinking about it? We planned to stay in that area until, you know, the Lord told us otherwise. So we were in Dinwiddie all the way up until three years ago, almost four years ago now. But yeah, we had just planned to stay there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No other big plans. Josh was a teacher and I was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you had your friend group move back, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. We just all like to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What a blessing. It is. I it's mean, amazing. Not many people have that story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then your kids get to grow up into that and then their yeah. kids and yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We thank God for it very often. 
Well, because you had so many blessings, maybe this is a messed up question, but looking back, is there something that you appreciate now that you took for granted back then? I don't know. I think I do appreciate so much more now that I have this closeness and this close-knit group of friends that maybe I didn't realize I had then. I appreciate the fact that I get to be a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, at first it was hard. You hadn't really mentioned too much closeness with your core family, but it sounds like God replaced that with a deep love and family Mm -hmm. in a different way. No, that seems pretty precious, but I don't know if there's other memories from, is there other things that maybe you want to draw out on about people you didn't mention yet? Or I know as I've gotten older, God has given me new eyes to see even my parents. Yeah. Certain ways that I never thought to be thankful for. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like appreciate definitely my parents and how much they provided for us and always, you know, supplied what we needed and worked so hard um, to give us a life that we had. And I think then, like back in like my teenage years and like early adulthood, I just didn't see it. I think I just wished and hoped for like more closeness and more like vulnerability maybe with them. But I can see now that how hard they were actually working for us. I don't know, to give us a good life, to make sure we were involved in church and, yeah, and having good relationships. I don't know. Even the car in college, that's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, car and paying for college and, yeah, just pretty much always giving me everything I needed and almost didn't need, you know, even extra. So even being being a parent now, I can see how much, I mean, sacrifice and how hard you have to work to do those types of things. So Mm -hmm. I definitely, definitely appreciate my mom and my stepdad and my dad. Um, They're all just so good to me and such great parents. And I thank God for them. Well, is there anything else you want to share about Josh before we (laughs) (laughs) close? Oh, Josh. (laughs) He is just everything I could ever ask for in a husband. He's just been taking care of me since I was 16, you know? leading me and teaching me and loving me so well. So he's definitely helped me grow more than anybody else probably in my life. So, so thankful for him. (laughs) All right. Now let's pivot to a lady that you are thankful for. Um, This will be a lady in our church family. And this can be someone you know very well or someone you don't know very well. uh, Where have you seen or experienced for yourself Christ-likeness from her that's impacted you that you want to share about and Would you honor her tonight and close us out um, praying for her? Yes. Um, So the lady I want to honor tonight would be Kristen. Um, She has just been a part of my life for so long now. I mean, since we were like 16, she has grown up with me. She has been with me in my lowest. And, you know, I've been with her in hers and she's always been there for me. She has just really displayed to me strength in the Lord and faithfulness in the Lord and just an unbelievable patience and times of not knowing where he's going to lead. So just so thankful for her example. And um, let me pray for her. Um, Dear Lord, thank you so much for Kristen. Thank you for the privilege that it has been to have her as a sister and as a friend 
for so much of my life. God, I want to thank you for um, the strength and the peace that you've provided to her and Joe in times of trouble and trying to bear children, Lord. And I want to thank you for ultimately bringing them up out of the ashes and into your light by providing able to them through adoption. God, I I want to pray for them and the second child that they're in the process of adopting. Lord, bring him or her here soon. And God, until then, give Kristen and Joe the peace and knowing that they will be together soon in your timing. God, you've grown Kristen in so many ways and it's been such a lovely sight to behold. Thank you for her warmth and her just welcoming smile and personality, God. She is such an example of you to everybody and being such a faithful wife and mother and friend. Thank you for giving her to me and to to any woman here as a shoulder to lean on in hard times, God. I have just learned so much from watching her over the years and um, thank you so much for making her such an integral part of my life, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Whole Home Podcast, a podcast that displays the unity of sisters in a local church and the way God so wonderfully gives us to each other in our uniqueness and in our sameness for His glory. The stories we share weave together as one grand testimony to the work of Christ and His faithful presence in the garden of our lives. Remember, the Master Gardener is always at work, so let's yield to Him and grow where we're planted.